You're listening to the Physics Ed Podcast. For hundreds of ideas, free experiments and more, go to physicseducation.com.au. And now, here's your host, Ben Newsom. Yes, welcome again to the Phys Ed Podcast. Hey, glad you have you again for another chat around science and STEM and all that sort of thing. And I tell you what, this week is no different. We're hanging out with Mark Holmes, who is an educational publisher through Yarra Media. They've been making this really cool magazine called Just Kidding, which reaches hundreds of thousands of kids. See, they actually circulate 220,000 copies of this kids magazine to kids right across Australia. And certainly 800 primary schools very much use it. So I was really interested to find out, you know, what does the educational learning themes actually sit within this magazine, considering so many kids read this thing? And I can tell you what, there are lots of outcomes, especially as you hear what Mark's got to say through this chat. So uh, a little bit different this week, but I'll tell you what, have a think about how this might be useful with using print media and getting kids into, you know, into, you know not just science, but frankly, just literacy. And that is definitely something down Mark's alley. So let's get right into the chat. This is the Physics Ed Podcast. We're all about science, ed tech and more. To see 100 fun free experiments you can do with your class, Go to physicseducation.com.au. That's physics spelled F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S. And click 100 free experiments. Basically, I started this 19 years ago. So I, um, I used to work for Channel 9. And I sat down one day and went, you know what, I can't do this commute into the Melbourne city anymore. So I need to do something else. And I came up with this weird and wonderful idea, which was to launch a newspaper for kids that they could get involved in and get reading and so on and so forth. I found... Back in those days, kids weren't really reading that much. So we wanted to give them something that they could really hang on to and have something tangible that they could flick through and find all the latest info and news and sports and entertainment, all of those kind of things. So that's that's why we launched Just Kidding. Um, and since then, since, you know, it was a very small black and white newspaper back then um, that was completely free of charge. And that's been our motto ever since day dot. Um, So we started then at at 20,000 circulation, I think it was, just in Victoria. And we're now at uh, 225,000 circulation every month. Wow. Yeah, it's huge. And it's it's only grown by that kind of domino effect. So, you know, teachers have told other teachers that have told other teachers or kids have told mums who have told teachers. And, and what happens is that schools contact us and say, well, we want this free of charge resource for our school. How many copies can we get? And, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and we supply them. That's, that's what we do. So um, it's been a, a great 19 years and, and long may it continue. Oh, it reminds me of a uh, friend of mine who said, if it's free, it's for me. <laughs> exactly right. That's right. Exactly right. And for kids, it's really important because they don't want to spend their hard-earned pocket money yeah. on going out and buying a magazine. So if we supply it for free, then that's great for them. Um, well, this is one of the things I wanted to have a chat with you about because I mean, yeah. there's lots of magazines out there. I mean, let's be honest. They're just they're, It's crazy. I mean, you couldn't possibly read everything that comes out every week. It's just not no. going to happen. No. But, of course, having decent content that kids can generally not only just disengage with, but actually understand. Mm, <laughs> it's correct. actually a, a, a major thing. And the thing is, I mean, obviously as a kid's magazine, you've got all these different sections and categories for all these different interests. And yet I went, you know what? There's so much in here, which you know, I'm a science educator and we do the STEM yes. thing. And, yes. and I think, you know what? There's so much that, that's in this, and especially that's free and circulated, you know, 225,000 <laughs> a week. That's, that's a lot of kids yes. reading. Um, there's a lot in there that, could really have that education bent no matter what you do. I mean, walk us through what's actually in the magazine. 
Okay, well, we, we start off with uh, entertainment. So we deal with all the movie companies. So that's Disney, 20th Century Fox, Universal Pictures, Paramount, all of those. So we, we do spread a lot of love as far as movies are concerned. Um, we find that kids are really wanting that kind of content. Um, and I suppose we're really careful with the content that we put in the magazine itself. So there's no fast food, no junk food, no M-rated material, which means M-rated games or M-rated movies or programs. Um, so we're really careful about the people that we actually partner with um, mm. but as far as movies are concerned we then move on to books we've got uh, toys and we have a whole heap of what we call junior journalists um, who are actually our readers aged 7 to 13 years um, and these kids help us actually provide the stories back into the magazine we send them out toys or books or whatever it might be they test those do a report that report comes back to us, we put that back in the magazine, and then kids obviously read the reports that come back from other kids. So it's really, it's a magazine for kids written by kids, which is which is great, that's what we're all about. Um, and other content includes you know, science experiments, perfect for yourselves, of course, um, book reviews, competitions, puzzles, activities, and then the most important part um, is that we are curriculum aligned. So what that means is we talk to our teachers, of which we've got about 830 schools around the country at the moment, um, and we talk to them every quarter and we say, what are your learning themes coming up for term two or term three or term four? Um, and we get those most common things, whatever they tell us, and that content goes back into the magazine. So we research it, we produce teacher's notes for it, um, and the teacher's notes go out with the magazine into the school so that teachers can pick it up and have this learning resource for them all laid out without any research. The thing about this, what's really cool about it, I mean, I mean, it, it sounds like on the out in the cover, people go, well, why is a science guy talking to a person that has like all these, these movies and books? And all yeah. this? I can mean, tell you right now, there's so much stuff in there for sure. Because I mean, a uh, past episode guest, uh, Jillian uh, King Cargyle, who does this really cool stuff called STEM Read out of right. Northern Illinois University, whereby they just do, it's almost like a book club, but what they do is they talk about what was the science within the book and what, was it real? Was it false? What, what's, what's come, is it futurism? Is it not? Are we making stuff up? You could do that with movies. You could do that with art. You could do that with a cake baking. I mean, there's procedural thinking. Mm. There's all that stuff is in there. Mm. You could totally do this. And the thing is, the kids are kind of learning without realizing it. Correct. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of good fun. Correct. And as long as you make it in their own context and put it in their own words, it's fantastic. The response we've had from parents specifically and also kids, um, you know, we've had so many parents come back to us saying, you know, you, you actually are making my son or my daughter read. They actually enjoy reading again, which is fantastic because yeah. in today's day and age where it's all technology and of course it is, um, it's good to have that tangible newspaper look and feel where you know the kids can own it and, and take responsibility for it and turn the page and read what's interesting to them but we try and make it in their language so that it's really easy for them to understand well one of the things i like about it is that you've got this national writing competition and now writing is i mean it's, it's intimately linked with funnily enough literacy <laughs> so you yes. gotta actually have it yes. <laughs> um, but it's it's that means that it's got that creative bent and then i suppose you could almost set like challenges. I don't know. I don't actually not, not exactly completely exactly sure how you write do you write as comp song because mm. but, but I was thinking that you've got so many different categories. I mean, you could choose all sorts of things going, guys, this mm. is the this is the theme this time. Right, go. See you on June 30 or whenever it's due. Correct. It, it, it can be a lot of fun with it. How how's that going go? Is that all the schools get involved with that? Yeah, it is. We we started this about three years ago and, and again. 
we used to have a pen pal section in the magazine itself, and we stopped that many years ago because of certain logistics, which were a nightmare, actually. Um, but then we, we kind of came up with one of our partners, which is Penguin Random House, um, and spoke to them and said, look, you know, we really want to get kids to write and, and produce short stories. And they were all for it. Um, so we teamed up with them and they supplied some mentors for the program. So this year, I know it's uh, Tim Harris and um, some other people there that, you know, they will come back and give us some ideas and tips for the kids to actually write and read. Um, and then the actual prize at the end of the day is that they'll have their story turned into a real life book. Um, That's cool which is very cool so you know that's really good because it's an incentive for the oh, kids and they love that you've just reminded me of and i don't know if they still exist but um in california i believe there was a group called science castle in fact we've got listeners all over the globe and i know there's quite a people in the u.s so yep. if you do remember science castle let me know but i mean that was ages ago what they were doing this is really cool the the person would film a science a series of science experiments in his garage and he'd, he'd have a story written to it, but he wouldn't finish the last chapter. And right. what he'd get to do, do is he'd get the kids to then write back to him about what would the chapter be and, more importantly, how would the next experiment weave into the story? And the oh, kid that did the it. best chapter, that actually published that thing and sent it out to everyone. And I thought that was so wickedly cool. That I don't know so if he's cool. still going. It was a really interesting uh, concept. Uh, I mean, maybe there's something <laughs> to get on, get on top of. That's cool. Oh, you've now you've got my you've got my brain working now. So now I'm going to run with that. <laughs> so uh, no, you, you, you've heard it here all first. No, you can go for it. I mean, this is the thing. Like this is the it's meant to be a sharing space. I mean, having that, yeah. you've got the like writing competition is really cool. I mean, you could almost, especially during this whole COVID thing, mm. you could almost. I mean, your authors, I mean, depending on their time, and be mm. able to meet with the kids and they get to mm. hear from them, et cetera, et cetera, get advice. But then, I mean, there are there are. You know, obviously with child protection with, with uh, video yeah. to face, but you could yeah. have a vlog series. You could yes. have kids writing things and that could be quite interesting. It, it could actually. Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, we are three mentors. We've got Elisa Darlinson and Tim Harris and Gavin Ong Thun. Um, so Gavin does the Super Sidekick series and uh, I think Tim does Topple Towers and Elisa does the League of Llamas. So they're very experienced, but they're very experienced in the kids category. So they're very good at talking to kids. And I know they're going to be doing some videos um, that they're going to send out to us so that we can show the kids and say, look, here are some tips and ideas to get your stories collected. But we've, we've had, I think so far, it launched four and a half, five weeks ago. We've had 195 stories in so far with three months left to go for the closing deadline. So we're expecting well over a thousand entries to come through. And that's, that's pretty good considering, you know, we're talking three categories, seven and eight-year-olds, and then nine and 10, and then 11 and 12. So we've got three separate categories there that kids can enter. But again, it's just getting kids to use their imagination and, and you know, just sit down and come up with their storyline and their characters. And that's, you know, we love that kind of stuff here. This is the thing, I was just thinking about, because really, you've got, I mean, there are so many rabbit holes that could go down here. Like, the, I mean, you've got an entire section on gaming, and we had a, um, a guest, a, re a really good friend of ours, Claire Selden from um, the Department of Education in New South Wales. She yeah. is right into gamification, like that. She's a, right into learning design and all that sort of thing. Mm. Gaming really is a massive hook for learning. It just, mm. just straight up is. I mean, what, I mean what, what sort of things have you talked about in there? So, like, you know, the classic Hasbro type things on uh, i don't know i mean with <laughs> what do you, where yes. do you get into that so are we talking video games or um uh, either. Games? yeah i, I well, mean either we're i mean we do we do love toys um and most of our partners are, are the, the big toy companies so the hasbros and mattels and moose yeah, yeah. and all of those kind of people and those people um 
Over the recent time, over the last three months, we've been really talking about games quite a lot because, of course, with the whole COVID thing, everyone's been locked inside. Um, and I know that over, I mean, I don't know about the rest of the world, but in Australia, as you may know, board games sold out over here at the beginning yeah. of COVID. There was no board games to be seen on the shelves. It was incredible. Probably a cool thing to do because, I mean, we all grew up with those. Oh, absolutely. And they're still going today. You know, the Connect Fours and the Scrabbles and the Monopolies, they're still going today. Um, and there's some new spins on those. But again, we love board games because it gets families together, um, which in today's day and age doesn't happen that often. So the, the good thing, if there is a good thing about COVID and there's not, is that it's brought families closer together from what we can see. And um, we love hearing reports from mum and dad saying, you know, we sat down and had a games night last Friday. We bought out all the old games and we played Scrabble together or we played Monopoly together or whatever it might be. Uh, we had great fun. Oh, um, seriously. Like my, mm. like my mum taught me um, grid references using Battleship. Yes, I used to love Battleship. <laughs> and, and actually, I was, uh, we were reminiscing, I don't know what it was, it was only about a week or two ago, um, just amongst friends, we realised it's been years since we played Yahtzee. And when you think about all the mathematical yes. concepts that come out of that, there's a heap Absolutely. of Absolutely, there mean, is. I mean, I kind of wonder, like, whoever designed it, were they just, were they math teachers just, you know, sliding it into us? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe they were. <laughs> it's still going today, Yahtzee, you can still buy it. Oh, there you go. There you are. There you are. It's still going today. But I love board games. I, I think board games are a terrific idea, especially for families. It sounds like uh, 19 years ago, you've started on a thing that, did you think you'd be going this long? No, absolutely not. To be honest with you, I thought we'd be going 12 months. Um, and I did this purely to get myself out of the hustle and bustle of driving into Melbourne every morning and driving back. Because um, <laughs> it, was, it was a two-hour trip every morning and a two-hour trip every night. And I went, no, you know, this is an idea I've got. Let's just do it, see if it works. And, um, and luckily, it, it did. Um, so 19 years later, we're going stronger than ever. And it's strange because um, today's day and age with, with technology as it is, magazines really don't get a good push anymore um it's all gone online uh so to have a product that we are producing that kids absolutely love and still love and parents enjoy and appreciate and the teachers enjoy and appreciate it's so rewarding um for us and and that's just been a great thing no it's awesome and one of the things you, you released uh recently is the bite size thing which mm. i think is really cool i mean um not just because we got involved thank you very much for inviting us but it was, it was, it was, it was also the uh i mean just going deep diving into people's lives. I mean, I mean, the, mm. the, I mean, the one that grabbed my mind was the one with the beekeeper. <laughs> yes, yes, Ben. Yeah, and, and, and it's just, it's really cool because the, one thing to hear about what an apiarist does, but mm. actually hearing about why they do it and how they got into it and seeing how kids could think about how they could get into it too, I think that's really neat. Yeah, I think so too. Bite Size came about, we were basically sat here going, well, we can't get a magazine out there to schools right now because schools are shut. What the hell can we do for kids yeah. that keeps them still entertained? Um, so we came up with, well, let's do Just Kidding Bite Size, which is just a pack that kids or parents can download every single day or every single week, um, different topic each time, so frogs, Australian geography, dinosaurs, Aztec, whatever it might be, and they can just go in there, download the pack, it will have some activities and some puzzles and some facts and some trivia. Um, so we've been doing that. And that's something we're going to continue doing for, for quite a while. So um, every single week we'll, we'll update it. And hopefully by the end of the year, we're aiming for around four or 500 packs to be up online for kids to access for nothing. Completely wow. free. Is that something that you're going to end up putting in the, um, in the, the, in the thing that goes out 
to uh, the schools and whatnot because i'm just looking mm. like i've got it right in front of me here like you've got a section on dinosaurs the ancient egypt thing um mm. there's so much in there that i mean okay right five senses now you, I, uh, name me a k-2 uh, teacher that doesn't do five senses <laughs> it's no, always I think they up. all do yes it, 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 it always is and honestly year three to six is always space space stars and planets and earth sun and moon turns up in there as well yeah. these are totally something that kids could read as part of their curriculum scope and sequence without a doubt Absolutely no, no question whatsoever. Um, and that's what we're doing. So it's all about getting hold of those common themes that we're looking at and going, you know, that's going to be of interest to the kids. It's educational. It's interest to the teachers. There's value in it. Um, so I know the next one for next week, we're doing uh, automation and then we're doing oh. uh, aviation and we're doing life beneath the sea is going to be a massive focus for us. Um, but aviation uh, for next week as well, there's going to be a big pack up for that. Uh, about 12 pages and that's because it's full of facts and you know how, how does a plane take off uh you know what is thrust and and you know all of these things so we're, we're nearly there on that so i'm looking forward to next week to be honest it's one of a weird one like i mean we, we teach a program on flight and um like understand there are four basic you know forces that are acting on a wing and yes. you understand it but whilst you're sitting in this several hundred ton plane going i understand yeah. it but the, the, the <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a funny thing. Um, no, I was just staying up in the air. Yeah, exactly. And that mm. how point, I love that whole why. That's mm. the whole point, and that's exactly what how the science thing comes in. It's so important, and just mm. knowing that. I mean, a lift out section, for example, on the oceans. I mean, this mm. year's theme is deep blue oceans. It's actually National Science Week's theme in August. Mm. That is a very easy thing for kids to use. To build out more, you know, whatever they want to do, whether it's a science experiment or a report, whatever it is, mm. it allows them to at least have a hook, a scaffold to build off. Correct. Absolutely. It's great. And, and the Just Kidding August issue will have a massive section all to do with Science Week and to do with life beneath the sea and oceans. Um, so we're dedicating the magazine virtually to that. So that's going to be great. Wow. So, I mean, obviously, you, okay, you're born in Melbourne. In fact, well, the, the, the magazine was born in Melbourne. <laughs> the magazine was born in Melbourne. I was born in Oxford. Oh, there you go then. And you're all the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm an Aussie, yes. Yeah, the Aussie, definitely so. And the, the, so, it, the thing was born in Melbourne, but I suspect, you know, especially now you're in digital, I mean, I imagine you're having people read this around the world. We are actually, yeah. It's quite surprising. I'm, I can go in and, and see all the stats of where people actually access. Um, and, and it is all around the world, which is, which is quite amazing. Um, so I suppose for us now, it's a case of sitting down and then generating material that no matter who accesses it around the world, can access it and go, oh, yeah, that's relevant to me. Um, it's really not cool. just Australia. Yeah, yeah. So hence the reason this bite size works so well. Um, so, yeah, long may that continue, and it will. One of the things about bite size, it, it really is, it's got that initial thought seed been put into kids heads about potential careers mm. i mean I, I kind of wondering like if you had i mean just say you, you you were invited into a school and you had 100 kids in the room mm. uh and the That's whole point happened. was yeah it has happened <laughs> cool <laughs> so what did you say because i was going to ask you that what do you say <laughs> well it, it's an interesting one sometimes i do get asked by schools to come in and talk about you know media uh, for an example oh um, good point how how is a magazine put together how do you actually put this together what's what's point a to b you know and and how does it work? Um, so I do go into schools occasionally and, and sit down with the kids or talk to the kids for about 20 minutes, half an hour about, you know, well, this is the process involved in making a magazine. You know, we, we don't just have a photocopier in a room and press a button. These are the entire processes from where we go. Um, and it's a really interesting uh, time to sit down and, and 
look at the kids who are really taking this all in. And in fact, we've had many kids come up to us saying, that's what I'm going to do when I grow up. I'm going to be just like you. I'm going to be a journalist. I'm going to be a this, I'm going to be a that, which is fantastic. Um, but I suppose it, it's, yeah, it's, it's just coming to kids on their level and, and making them entertained and making them happy and making them feel good. Um, that, that's, yeah, it, it's always good. I mean, I, I love what I do right now. I really do love what I do. Um, and I've had a few careers over, over my time, but this is by far my favourite and, yeah, never going to give it up. Oh, seriously. And those um, publishing tools, regardless, are so handy. If you, if you hear someone saying, oh, I'm just going to be an engineer, I'm going to be a scientist, whatever, I don't need this stuff. Mm. Trust me, you do. You do. Be yeah. Because you've got to produce your reports. You've got to produce. Honestly, I'm talking on a podcast. I didn't know how to do a podcast a couple of years ago. I had no oh, idea. It's a piece no. of form of media. And understanding how to publish content, especially if you want to be a science communicator, yeah. I mean, that's often part of those courses. It's not just, you know, be the boffin and understand the science. It's communicating the science in multiple mediums mm. yeah. I, mean, I certainly well, agree with you and that's what i mean just kidding it's i mean yeah it's beautifully arranged and all the rest but i mean it's cartoons someone had to make them <laughs> correct that's right absolutely that's right absolutely um we've got a very talented team here so they are part of our family i suppose from um, from day one with one of our design guys or our main design guy has been here for how long has he been with me now 12 years he's been with me now um, and he's just a genius. He can he can develop these great uh, concepts and designs that make kids go, wow, you know, that, that looks interesting for me to read. I want to interact with that. That's, that's for me. Um, and I suppose everything we do in the magazine is more uh, advertorial. There's, there's no, you know, straight ads in there. Whatever we do, we turn it, we flip it, um, and we make it entertaining for the kids. You know, we always give it a spin. Um, and that's what the kids love. Oh gosh! I mean, actually, I've got to ask, but only because I'm always curious on this on this side. I mean, Bite Size has only just been launched. And I know, I mean, anal, you know, the analytic side of thing isn't mm. completely formed together. But at the same point, there's got to be some really popular ones that people just keep on hammering. That they keep on going, you know, I love that, I love that, I love that. They keep downloading. Them. I mean, yeah, what, what section is it? Is it recipes that go off more? Is it the science? Is it about animals? Is it the puzzles? What is it that people go? You know what? This is honestly just. The thing that everyone seems to want to use. Yeah, absolutely. the The biggest one that we've had so far has been Animal Extremes, which mm -hmm. are, you know all about extreme animals and oh, cool. uh, all the humpback whales and um, enormous whales and blue whales and all of those kind of things. Super sized snakes and 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 super small bats. Um, and that's been the most popular by far. So we have done a couple of uh, animal based bite sized packs. Cool. Um, the Helpful Bees was, was really, really positive when we launched that one too. Um, but again, I, I think animals and experiments seems to be the way to go. Recipes, recipes are there, but definitely experiments and animals seem to be the way to go. Yeah, yeah. From absolutely. what we can see. And also there's little factoids. Like I was, we, we ran a um, show a while, oh gosh, a few years ago on whales, and um, we actually mm. put in things like uh, the science of, uh, this is a real thing, the science of whale snot, it's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> so, it is. So, and, and actually the vortex rings that happen, especially when, mm. I mean, there's video of these huge two metre wide vortex rings rising up out of the surface. And how does a vortex mm. ring even form? Mm. It's, um, it's kind of like, sometimes the peripheral little factoids produce the interest. And then once you've got the interest, yes. you can go into the main detail. It's, yeah, it's correct. a lot of fun. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And we're all about putting lots of little fun facts in there. So lots of short things, nothing, nothing huge. You know, we don't want mountains of material there for kids to try and wade through. It's all about being short and, and factual. 
Um, so, and, you know, those things are cool to watch too. So the one thing we're, we're trying to come up with now is to have video content linked in to the printable material that we're putting up online. So kids can, you know, get their printed material, sit down in front of their computer and go through it and then watch what's on the screen as well to go with the facts that we're providing them. Ah, oh, fantastic. Look, Jake, speaking of which, uh, we mentioned it enough times, but people may not know where to go. <laughs> so, ah, yes, so, I haven't so, said that. So how, how would they do that? <laughs> Very easy. They just jump on to uh, justkidding.com.au um, and if they want to go to Bite Size, they can either click on the Bite Size link at the top of the page there, or they can go justkidding.com.au forward slash Bite Size. And Bite Size is actually spelled B-Y-T-E-S-I-Z-E. So not B-I-B-Y. That's right. A bit of a nod to the computer scientists people out there. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Absolutely. Nah, very good. Look, thank you very much for taking the time out, especially on a Friday afternoon when it's almost time to kick back, though. I don't know if you really ever kick back when you're doing these sorts of things. No, I don't <laughs> think you ever do. No, <laughs> I think it's good, actually. I, I don't like kicking back as well. I'm, I'm a full-on kind of keep-going kind of guy. So, uh, But, no, lovely to talk to you absolutely Friday afternoon. It's, it's been great. Oh, much appreciated. Have a fantastic weekend, and we might catch you another time. Oh, we look forward to it. We hope you've been enjoying the Physics Ed podcast. We love making science make sense. Why don't you book us for a science show or workshop in your school? If you're outside of Australia, you can connect with us via a virtual excursion. See our website for more. Well, there we go. We just heard from Mark Holmes. You can really tell, loves his media. He loves getting kids into literacy. That's very much the case. And I think this just kidding thing might be handy if you're a primary teacher. So head on over to justkidding.com.au, check out what they've got on offer, and, well, see what you can implement. I bet you you can find a few things there that'll be definitely worth kids looking into their own projects, and there's certainly some science spins you can get into it. So, uh, well done, Mark. Love your work. So, uh, look, that's, again, another episode of the Fizzed Podcast. As usual, we've got more episodes coming up. I hope you're having a fantastic day or night or whatever you're getting up to, and I'll catch you another time. You've been listening to another Physics Ed podcast. We're excited about science. Subscribe to us on iTunes to download the next episode as soon as it's released. And don't forget, for hundreds of ideas, free experiments, our new Be Amazing book and more, go to physicseducation.com.au. That's physics spelled F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S. This podcast is part of the Australian Educators Online Network. AEON.net.au